0: For joining us for BR Our Geek, where everyone is a geek about something and where we cover your pop culture landscape through our geek lens. I am Miss Shannon. Here is my regular co host and podcast live mate, the executive director of the Twin Cities Film Fest, Mr. Jayton Satia. Hello, Jay. How's it going over
1: there? Hey, it's going well. It is finally snowing. Yes,
0: it's legitimately snowing. We had like that mini, not quite snow thing that happened a little while ago, but this is legitimately right. snowing. Um, remind me, do you have to do your shoveling yourself?
1: Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I run a nonprofit. It's not like I
0: have
1: <laughs> a <laughs> of people at my service. No, I do my, I do my own shoveling. We also have my father-in-law who lives with us. Okay. So he's actually. Uh, a very outdoors doorsy type of person, like camping and hiking and very active. Right, so he actually, right. he actually prefers to do, uh, you know, the the shoveling and during the springtime he'll do leaf raking and all that fun stuff. So I guess it's between me and him. All
0: right. Well, I don't mind the leaf raking. I actually bought a snow blower. So I'm that person in my neighborhood now. So I got a. am not a snow blower. I'm sorry, a leaf blower. blower. I already had a snow blower. So I got a leaf blower. And so I was very efficient with my leaf uh, machinations this year. i mulched. I did all that stuff. So I was glad to do that. Um, regarding the snow though, I do have a snowblower, but I did starting last year, hire a service that comes out and does the big stuff. And then I just tidy. So that's what yeah, I do. And that's,
1: that's, that's pretty good. Right. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, um, I am, I'm all about Paying for the service. If somebody's out there and and they that's what they love doing and or that is their business and um, and I can afford it, I'm more than happy to spread that wealth because I rather have time than anything else. Right. So um, my father and my mom, uh, their town home obviously, they pay for you know the, the association fees. So they mm-hmm. have obviously a service that comes out and does all their uh, snow removal and all that fun stuff. So I don't know. Maybe it's time for me to consider uh, getting an outside (laughs) service to come in. But at the end of the day, then my father is all going to be like, what am I going to do?
0: Exactly. I think it's all a matter of him.
1: How about this? I'm doing I'm not getting a service because of my father.
0: I think that's fair. I mean, I don't have a service that does lawn care because I'm cool with mowing the lawn. And I enjoy that. And it's an excuse for me to be outside. And my kiddo's fine with that. The snow blowing was... Uh, not something that he's into. So he's just always really inconvenienced and it just doesn't fit my lifestyle. And with the way that things work as far as our schedule, it does make more sense to have somebody come at 4 or 5 a.m. and have me not be plowed in and then we just have to figure out how to get to school. So it's just no, a matter of the, what are you good at, you know?
1: That's mm-hmm. fantastic. And again, we, we've we had over the last couple of summers, mm-hmm. a couple of uh, teenagers stop by to be like, hey, we, we can mow your lawn. Yeah, um you know and that's every once in a while that's just fine like yeah you know what kid go ahead there you go (laughs) I agree you're you're 20 bucks go to town
0: I agree yeah I think that there are certain things you know like I just figured what is the best use of my time and what you know I only because I can't find more time but I can reallocate the time that I have so I went through a little personal exploration of okay Am I going to spend the time updating my website and doing my social media, or am I going to mop the kitchen? And I done ha- I can't do both. But so instead of hiring somebody to do my social media and update my website, which I think is good for me to keep track of my calendar so I even know where I have to go, I did hire somebody in every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Somebody comes through and mops and cleans the corners of things I don't have a chance to clean and dust.
1: <laughs> And yep. those corners get really dirty.
0: Oh my gosh. It was so bad. Cause it had been one of those, it'd been six months since I had vacuumed my steps on my stairs. And so I yeah. was like, yeah, I needed a person. And
1: so and she is wonderful. We're <laughs> kind of like, in and we don't have a big house. We're, um, we're currently looking at all the quote unquote air quotes things that we accumulate. Yeah. And, uh, we're both like feeling a little claustrophobic ah. in our own house right now be like you know and we have some construction happening in our basement a little bit of a bathroom remodel downstairs so like all you know when you do a remodel of any sort whether it's big or small you got to take stuff out right to make room for that so then all the stuff is out right now and we're kind of like whoa how much we don't own this much stuff do we and apparently right. we do, right so right now is a good time as we look at Christmas and bringing in things, it's a good time to also purge XYZ as well. Um, just so you feel a little bit more sane in your own, you know, safe space. And
0: that is going to bring me to what I think you and I need to do as part of today's show. But I am in a similar boat, like I just went through my closet because you and I had talked about this a while. A couple of years ago, I went through a similar exploration in my house and I said, this is the amount of things you are allowed to have. So if something new is coming in, that means you have to bless somebody else with one of these things and it needs to go out. Um, And I got really good at donating and not keeping things around if I'm not going to use it. So I have a whole box of shoes that I'm going to be taking to ARC's Value Village uh, yeah. and dropping off and donating. That happens to be the uh, an organization that I choose to support because I decided I wanted to buy some new shoes and they won't fit on the shelf. So that means that they have to Go someplace else, and so uh, we are going to be joined later this episode. Speaking of snow, uh, by comedian—not uh, just comedian, award-winning comedian Maggie Ferris. But uh, of all of the people that we've talked to, I'm Jayden. Um, Maggie has what I consider the coolest side hustle. I'm going to say this other job that she does because she does perform all the time and is primarily a comedian and a content She's an creator. Nope, her side hustle is that she is a snow plow driver. Nice. So speaking of snow, she is out there on these streets right now plowing snow. And so um, what I would like to do is I'm going to show you here. I'm going to share this. <laughs> That's her view.
1: Yeah. Right. Oh, look at that, though. I yeah. mean, you know, thank you for your service.
0: Right, right. And
1: seriously, we, you know, as much as people think about, Um, the inconvenience of a snowplow right in front of them going slower, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'd I'd rather have you clean, clean, clean and have me go a little slower and get there safer. I actually Um,
0: enjoy it because I drive really slow uh, compared to a lot of other drivers in the winter um, because I like safety first. (laughs) So I'm that annoying person. I like to get a safe distance behind a plow because then nobody's in a hurry, like rushing me. So I love it when I see a plow driver, I just get a safe distance behind them. So I know that I'm not in their blind spot and I will follow a snow plow safely and just go, this and, is where I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree with
1: where, you. I mean, our state is great for that, right? Our right. state is no, I mean, we know we're going to get snow. We have great infrastructure. We also have all these amazing people who are actually operating these heavy machinery. So there's uh, there's pride in, pride in all the work. I didn't know that that was a side hustle. Yes, yes. But so time no, I so, go by any kind of snow plow, on the freeway or on the street, I'm going to have to look in and go, Oh, my I that's know
0: Right, right. So I told her she can check in with me uh, when she gets safely off the roads, and they are all plowed. So I'm going to check in with her later today. So in the meantime, uh, I want to uh, talk to you, because I don't know if you've done the math. I think technically this should be our season four. Does that sound right? I was going to say five.
1: five. But... I thought
0: five, and then I felt like... I think there was one season that I really counted as a bridge season. So I okay. lumped it back in. So we can okay. say five. Let's say five. Five is fair.
1: Um, uh, I think it's a nice number. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's almost like a celebratory number. Absolutely. You know, ha- half a decade. Into <laughs> exactly. Um, and again, our episodes per season have also varied, mm-hmm. right? From 10 to 15 to right seven and a half right. I mean, we've, had, we've had some interesting uh episodes that have actually gone on to be multi multi-parters absolutely well. so mm-hmm. um and then we also do a lot of remote stuff mm-hmm. you know being at comic-con or being at uh uh doctor who i mean so all of those i'm not sure where they all fit in are they in episode point one right um that's like, what I wanted to well.
0: discuss be, with you. And if anybody out there who's been listening to us for a while uh, would like to chime in on our methodology as we move forward into season five of Be our Geek, you can always email our, us at brgeekshow at gmail.com uh, but, or hit us up on our social media. So here's what I'm thinking, because we already uh, have some great things. Like we're going to have author Scott Burris on for our next episode. Um, we already uh, have um, an episode set up that we will be back to what you're talking about. Being on remote, we will be broadcasting live from Console Room 2022. That's our Minnesota based Doctor Who convention. So that's going to be in January. And our, our good friend T. and Cisco is going to be on the episode with that. So we already have some good stuff on deck. Do you think it is in our best interest to be a little less? free form with our methodology of our seasons or just if it's not broke don't fix it what do you think Jake? um
1: i mean i don't think anything is broken okay Mm -hmm. so uh, we also have a very busy life
0: correct right Mm -hmm. outside
1: Mm -hmm. of this as well so finding time to consistently have a show right is uh, first and foremost the most important thing absolutely i always just love connecting with you and especially if we have a special guest you get to learn more about them. Um, A little bit of structure doesn't hurt, but I think having that flexibility is key as well. Um, I'm planning on, again, from a festival side, we're planning on going to LA again, hopefully in 2022. Mm -hmm. Remember we did that a couple of years ago Uh and obviously COVID hit and we couldn't do it the last couple of years. Um, so we're planning something in June, maybe to go out there. So maybe that's an episode that right. we could do out there. So there's all of these percolating potential opportunities. Um, you know, I wouldn't even mind as we're just kind of resetting mm-hmm. for the new, after the new season, we have this beautiful space at the West End now. It's called the Twin Cities Film Fest Annex. Mm-hmm. And it's an open form, like a, it's almost like a second like event space. It yeah. is an event space, a community event space. Um, we're holding our comedy night there in January. Yes. Um, which again, y- you and, and two or three other brilliant comedians are going to do a set. Plus we're going to do some comedy short films. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm wondering if we could do a podcast, a live, live Absolutely. podcast. You know, again, those are the things that I think we all should be talking about right now and scheduling them out. Yeah. Um, because that gives it a little bit more structure again at the end of the day it doesn't happen it doesn't happen because of scheduling and right. or whatever but um, I'm kind of good with the free form but okay. I think a little structure goes a long way.
0: All right, so we will we'll do a hybrid then. So if anybody listening any of you, we always appreciate uh, so all of our long term uh, long time BR Geek uh, Show listeners. So you can always hit us up if there's something. you know, Every once in a while, somebody will hit us up on Twitter and go, hey, you should talk to X, Y, and Z. So we always take all of that into account, and then you do see them show up. So feel free to let us know. And I know that there are some people that we haven't talked to in a while that have been waiting to get back on the show. (laughs) So now that we have some time to kind of think about all that, I'm going to make sure that I get on that. I I, I have uh, upgraded our tech a wee bit. So some of the stuff, yeah, I did. So it'll happen a little quicker now. Because, again, Um, back to your busy life thing, I just didn't have time to upgrade our tech appropriately.
1: Well, at the end of the day, we made it work with what we got. Right. right? And as we get busier and busier and we're able to have uh, better tech for a better experience for the users, why not invest in that, right? Absolutely. Um, You know, one of the things that I'd love to do in 2022 is actually – um, see if we can get people from out of the state to participate. Sure. Mm-hmm. So a handful of guests that don't live in Minnesota. Obviously, we'd, we're doing Zoom, so it's a lot easier now.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: and recording it over or, you know, over just the interweb. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anybody out there has suggestions on individuals that live out of the state, but they are very cool geeks in their own rights, we'd love to know who they are um, and how we can connect with them. Because I think the more we can get the word out about different geeks all across the the country, if not the world, that's, that's the goal, right? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And especially since so many of the things like I was supposed to go to San Diego Comic-Con special edition uh, that was going to happen over Thanksgiving weekend and elected not to go. And now I'm kind of happy that I did. That was just life things. I had I had a pass um, and I had some friends who live out uh, near San Diego that did go and they said they had a great time. I and all the pictures look fantastic. I decided not to go. And then I, one of the things that kind of validated is that, you know, just, you know, we just got our confirmed om, uh, Omicron uh, ca- case here. And it happened to be one of our, our geekly brethren brethren that was at an anime convention in New York that I've been to. So I'm like, not this time, but I'm like, oh, you know, it's nice to be able to do some of these things. Uh, remotely because we still want to stay connected but it is very difficult to travel still you know we're not that far out of uh, the scenario that you and I are just always picking up and going, we have to think really hard about it every time we go. So it's nice to be able to go, All right, we still want to keep that connection and talk to some of our friends that are out of the region. Um, so we, uh, I'll make sure I get some of that stuff on the schedule. So here's Jayden. So I'm gonna go ahead and introduce you a little bit more to our guest geek from this week, Maggie Ferris. And I can do that by showing you recently, not only as I said, Maggie is an award winning, uh, nationally touring stand up comedian, she just has a brand new new web series that dropped uh, her web series is called Dike It Yourself DIY Dike It Yourself um, and it's a, a comedy series that you can get if you go to her website uh, the Dyke it and so just to help you out Jaden and give you a little taste of what it is that you're going to be missing <laughs> and you'll have to check in later I'm going to show you the trailer to Dike It Yourself here we go <music>
2: You have no idea the dynamics and intricacies of a lesbian relationship. I'm Hillary Clint, and I'm here to help you dyke it yourself. This looks like a drunk child made it.
0: Dike It Yourself, uh, available now if you go to dykeityourself.com uh, with Maggie Ferris. Uh, and then a number of us, uh, uh, some of the co- the local comedians here in the Twin Cities did a variety of cameos there. Let me stop. Whatever. Next. So... <laughs> That, that that Metro Girl and Mayor Lion came oh. in loud. Um, so <laughs> on whatever else came up after that. I thought it was Maggie. <laughs> she was like, Rawr, yeah." Oh. So, <laughs> so yeah. So you can see that as well. And when Maggie uh, and I've been fortunate enough to. Uh, Uh, Perform with Maggie On numerous occasions We're going to definitely Get her out To perform with us At the Twin Cities Film Fest Lounge as soon as we can uh, At one of our uh, Comedy shorts And stand up comedy events And you can see This series as well Dike It Yourself If you go to DikeitYourself.com. All the episodes Are available right now For you to partake of I'm sorry The first six episodes Are available right now For you to watch And she will be dropping The rest of them later uh, The rest of the season Very soon So I'm going to check in With Maggie Fair on what's going on with her now that she's off the plow. Hey, everyone, it's Be Our Geek here with Miss Shannon with our guest, who I told you has the best side hustle ever because legitimately she is a nationally touring and award-winning stand-up comedian a content creator a webcaster a podcaster but has the best side hustle ever so maggie ferris thanks for joining us here on be our geek um just so you know jayton had to dip but i told him about your side hustle as a snowplow driver that is the best the best side hustle
2: ever That's right. Right. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun. You feel like a big boss when you're driving a giant snowplow down the road.
0: I could imagine because most people their side hustle is, oh, I pick up a couple of hours at a grocery store or I'm a barista, but this is dope. Like I, I, you really, you win, you win. There's, there's no way to compare.
2: It's pretty. It's pretty boss. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's pretty fun. I used to the first year I started doing it because you know I'm in the big trucks on the like the interstates. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the first year I did it, I used to have like guys in pickup trucks would pass me that had little clouds on them that do parking lots and stuff, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> was like, you know, I was like, ha, 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 we're the big dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I didn't
0: know that about you. Did you do, um, uh, like, actual trucking? Like, were you a truck
2: driver as well? I did. I drove a semi for, I think I lasted about nine or ten months as a semi driver. But I hated it so much because I was gone so much. And, you know, it was, I was you can do it all kinds of different ways, but right. I did three weeks on the road, one week back home. Okay, okay. It's just so much and you're just driving all day and ugh, I didn't like it at all.
0: That has to be exhausting, just maneuvering. Cause I know how it is every once in a while when I'm just in like a moving van, like the, yeah. the, the strength that it takes, even with yeah. the technology that we have with those trucks, that's a lot of work, you know, like yeah. keeping that
2: together. I mean, even semi-driving, it was a bigger truck, but there wasn't as much uh, to think about as in a plow truck. I mean, you have okay. a front plow and a side plow. You have uh, liquid tanks on the mm-hmm. side. You, you know, you have to concentrate on when you put the liquid in, and then your your back is filled with salt. And yeah. so it, when the salt's coming out the spinners, it stops coming out. You have to shift your load so that you can – I mean, so there's just – you're always – Thinking about stuff and then you're always having to deal with stupid drivers you right know? it's just it's a lot of concentrating like, right like i plowed today and i just got home and i i just like mentally drained right you know, a lot out of you
0: well thanks for talking to us about the other things that you do i mean we were already hopefully i'm not one of those annoying drivers like we were both like Super amazed that you are a snowplow driver, and I was talking about how much I truly enjoy seeing snowplows on the road because I don't want to draft to drive fast on these kind of uh, driving conditions. So I love to get an appropriate distance behind a plow and then oh, just go. I'm with you wherever you're going. That's where I'm going. So hopefully yeah. I'm far enough back that I'm not in your blind spots. I try to, to get to we not can be a problem. See me back there? Okay. Can see you. Okay. Yeah. All right. And it,
2: I mean, people, you have, think about the roads behind us are going to be a lot better than the roads in front of us. That's you know? what I think.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I'll go back there. I'll slow down and let you do your thing. I'll let you do your thing. Speaking of sure. doing your thing, so yeah. uh, so your brand new series, I introduced it to Jayton. I played the trailer for him. He's going to go watch, I believe, the first six episodes are available now on the website. Dyke it yourself. Five. Five.
2: five the episodes. first
0: five. Okay. Three
2: in the first. First weekend and then we're doing two every week absolutely every
0: week. well thank you for sharing it thank you for letting me make a little cameo in it but uh, tell everybody about the series and why you decided to launch it
2: um it's very silly it's just a very stereotypical butch lesbian with a, a do-it-yourself series and um, the thing is, is she never, ever finishes a project. <laughs> she just gets in a fight with the producer or just storms off or she just can't hold it together long <laughs> enough to finish the project, which I thought was a funny idea in and of itself. And then I just thought, oh, let's just do the stereotypes to death. Right. You know, let's just really play it up. But it's been fun because it creates some good dialogue that I think people can learn a lot from. And it's I mean, number one, I want it to be funny. And I think right. it's it is goofy. It is very silly, but uh, I've just had this character in my mind for six, seven years. And um, I talked to my wife about it all the right. time. And she finally said, just do it, just <laughs> do it and do it. And so we did. And so it's been really fun to watch it evolve and, and you know, watch it get edited and then actually put it out there. It's just been very
0: exciting. And We've been having a great time. I, and I, when I first uh, got the script that you were sending, and I do agree that it, I'm like, it made me laugh. It made me laugh just the script, you know. And I really did appreciate because you, uh, you know, there. Whenever you know, we have some comedian friends that are really good at this, and some are But I think yeah. that you're really good at. Yes, you are hilarious and very funny, but you can also spark a conversation and a dialogue and give people something to think about even though they're also there to see a comedy show and that's what i think your series dyke at yourself absolutely does is it does lean into okay you're laughing at this but are you laughing at it for the right
2: reason are you having the right conversation right. Well, that's what i love about it and that's honestly what i love about stand-up too is you appeal to this mass audience but then there's people not even realizing they're getting sort of Nuggets of knowledge in there. They're getting educated a tiny bit and then I just absolutely love to do it Especially when they don't even realize it's happening. Right, and I know you've done series before and so
0: what about this one? Are you like here's the next thing I want to do?
2: Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, I just think she's such a such a great character Mm -hmm. she's so silly I the thing that I find so funny though I mean not funny but it's been really challenging is everything I've been putting it on I'm getting like blocked for community guideline violations and stuff because I use the word dyke right you know it's mm-hmm. like a hate word yeah. and so I've been trying to change it to kind of DIY yes. and stuff like that which is helping and but I I'm kind of amazed at how you know blanket statement you cannot use this word right Even if it's your word you know you can't have it so that's been a very interesting and educational thing just to navigate that in and of itself
0: well that's I, interesting from someone who's part of that community to sit there and go well even though I'm using this as a We'll call it an educational point or a humorous point. The fact that you're like, no, uh, I, I think that that shows a lot about our society in a good way and a bad way. Where yeah. now you mm-hmm. can't even continue the conversation about why is mm-hmm. a word that was vilified and a reason because people. This that's part of the reason we can't have nice things is that people right. ruined a word.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't even claim it. Right. I can't even mine anymore.
0: Interesting. Do you that's think, I mean. yeah. And, and, and I think, um, because we both do broad spectrum comedy shows, but we also do shows within our community and within the niche that people think we should be part of. For sure. Is there when you decide and I, and I, I, that's why I use the word decide. Cause when I decide I'm going to lean into a certain aspect of my personality or community, um, I use that from a particular standpoint. So when you were putting together dike It Yourself, or, or what we want to call now DIY-it-yourself, like I even said it that way on the radio because I noticed that you had said that yeah. different on your Facebook page. So I'm like, I called it DIY-it-yourself is what I was
2: calling hey, it. Can you say dyke on the radio? I don't know that you can. I okay. can on my
0: radio station as a, as a title, but okay. I know that it's also a word that is triggering and if people yeah. didn't know who I was or why I was in part you know part of this series or what we're doing I do kind of get that that it if it doesn't have the explanation behind it you wouldn't know that you are trying to reclaim the game, the word and talking about stereotypes and using it as a as a as a tool to have yeah. these conversations so I kind of get it where yeah. You could see because if it's if I didn't know you were Maggie and that you called it that, I might go, What who made this series? And it's probably just gonna be absolutely terrible. And because we have been bombarded with people who are the worst and wrecked it for us,
2: sure, absolutely. (laughs) You never know what you're gonna get. Mm -hmm. I think it's fun when people are surprised and they like it, you know. I, I, I enjoy watching that happen
0: right right well what's next for you what's next for you I know we're we're both out there trying to do some shows but the world is still kind of a hotbed of maybe people might get sick like what do you want to happen over the next six months
2: oh I wish that everyone would go get vaccinated so we could still go outside and go have shows and do more of that but I mean I can't control anyone right people are going to do what they want to do, but I really enjoy live stand-up and I'm really happy to be back as much as we are back. But um, I still have stuff going on. I'm doing my New Year's show. Um, I'm doing, I'm recording my third album in February. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And I actually just graduated college yesterday. Oh, well done. I was secretly going to college for the last few years, uh, along with my side gig and all my other gigs and all that stuff so very amazing
0: that's amazing so how do you feel about that is that one of those things where you didn't quote you didn't need it but it was one of those things that was just a rock you wanted to turn because of imposter syndrome or is it another direction that you want to take with other parts of your career
2: you know what when I was 18 I went to college Mm -hmm. and I went for probably on and off for about 10 years Mm -hmm. and I never finished and so I feel I just wanted to finish and so when I started driving snowplow our union has free college and it's you know community college but you can do it remotely and stuff so I studied IT and I've been doing it for two and a half years but um Yeah, I finally finished. So I don't, you know, I'm not sure if I'll go into IT or if I'll stay with the state, just snow plowing or what is gonna happen with it. But it it was just one of the programs they had that I thought would be interesting. So I just, I honestly, I really wanted to finish. I wanted to get good grades and just make sure that I could do it. And I I did, so I got straight A's too. So that was great.
0: Congratulations. Thank you. I'm not surprised. I know you are definitely one of my smart-er friends. Like, yeah. and I think smarter, because we have some amazingly smart friends where you're like, wait, wait a minute, what? And sure. yeah, and uh, I think people are surprised sometimes. Like I say, I'm like, well, I used to be smart. I just don't have to use it every day, you know, at my show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> so when we pivot to other things, uh, people do seem kind of surprised because like, oh, no, I'm still funny. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah.
2: You're right. Oh, <laughs> my favorite stuff to do is the funny stuff. and like. Right stuff I, you know if i can if i can make a living just doing that then that's what i'll do you know but there's no benefits in that when like when you go do a gig they don't say well we'll pay your health insurance nope. for a month they nope. never say that never so never we gotta keep this day job this side gig of uh snow plowing so i gotta have, I have good insurance and all that stuff but I, one day i feel like s- still you know i've been doing this 20 some years now but mm-hmm still aspire to just do creative stuff
0: right and i i look at it in a similar way where i have anchor projects that fund the creative things that i get to do so that i can go i'm since i'm not chasing the money on some of the creative side then i can pick and choose the projects that i'm working on and that's you know I, i don't think that people really know that about performers like how it's a jigsaw puzzle of putting things together totally so you can it. do what you're passionate about.
2: Totally. And like, for me, I mean, a lot of comics goals are, we'll just go to colleges. They'll pay the bills and stuff like that. And I, one year I did like 30 or 40 colleges and I hated it. Mm-hmm. You know, I made a ton of money, but I did not enjoy it one bit. I mean, I liked it. Okay. enough, right. mm-hmm. But I like to be in clubs where I can say exactly what I want to say and do exactly what I want to do. And, and, you know, I have, I have my own agenda, I guess, and I, I feel like I have to change it too much in college shows. You know, I'll do some every once in a while because the check is really nice, right. but I can't make it, like, my main thing. Just right. is too... It's a little soul-sucking, if you will. Yes,
0: I understand that. And I think I'm always interested when people have been doing comedy as long as you have and when we talk to some of our other friends that have been doing it uh, for decades like you have, where it is a matter of finding what fuels you and why are you still in the game. And so is that part of it? Is that now you get to do a lot of here's who Maggie is and what I want to work on?
2: For sure. Mm -hmm. And I think... I think, do you know what surprises me the most about comedy is the fact that I love it now more than ever, you right. know, and I, I never thought I'd love it as much as I do love it because it is a rough business. And right. It is. I mean, there's some terrible aspects of this business, but I, I enjoy being on stage so much and, and doing what I do and saying what I say and being who I am that I just, I can't quit, you know, I can't quit Right. There's many where I'm like, oh, I hate this so much I can't do it anymore, <laughs> but I, I love it so much, I have to do it.
0: Right, right. Well, I'm glad that you are still in the game. I am so glad that you are part of my circle and that I get yeah, to perform fine. with you and see you and thank you for asking me to be part of the series.
2: By the way, you are so good in the series. You are just <laughs> and you just hit it out of the park. It's so good, and I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Well, you are wonderful. I, I know uh, from a little behind the scenes that, uh, from what I understand, your um, wife was glad that you now have Hillary Clint out for all of us to enjoy so that she yeah. does not have to live with Hillary's hairstyle anymore. I think you mentioned that. I,
2: mean, I haven't cut it yet. Oh! But I, I, <laughs> I know, I'm rock rocking the mullet, but... I, 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 I battle with it just because I've had fun with it. I think it's such a silly haircut that uh, I kind of like keeping it. I'll be honest with you.
0: I mean, I, I, I. You need to do what your wife says because she's yeah. the one that lives with you. But For I sure. do, I do. I told you this. I do like your curl pattern, though, Matt. That I didn't oh, know you had all that nice. texture. It was it really good.
2: a hat, I just got out of the shower and put a hat on. But the curls are so funny there, and they only take up. When I put a certain product in them, so it's-
0: I just really? seen you with a particular hairstyle for so long that seeing you with all that, I was like, Maggie, I did not know you had that texture. I enjoyed
2: it. I enjoyed it. So much. I had that short haircut for about like twenty years, mm-hmm. and so this is the first time I've had it this long. <laughs> it's weird because like my wife's hair is short now, and we switched. When I first met her, she had super long hair. Now my hair is way longer than mm-hmm. Well,
0: I think it's beautiful. It's very funny. You're amazing. David Harris is amazing in it as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did a great job. All of the cameos are so fun. It's so good to see everybody in that. And so thank you for creating this wonderful project and uh, letting so many of us be a part of it. Absolutely,
2: I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for having me on and letting me talk about it. It's Absolutely. always good to see
0: you. Absolutely, and we are gonna be doing some new, uh, some more shows at the Twin Cities Film Fest Annex. We would love to have you come out and do a set at one of our shows that we do at the Twin yeah. Cities Film Fest office, so good. Oh, yeah. And maybe we can do, we'll do some screenings. We'll include a screening because we always oh, do a comedy maybe. short. So we'll that make sure be that Dyke It Yourself is part of it.
2: That would be super fun.
0: <laughs> Everybody go to the website, dykeityourself.com until somebody else flags her. But go there right now. If not, we will keep in, keep you in the know. <laughs> Thank I you, Maggie. You
2: I think I can own the domain, <laughs> Okay, right? I hope so. <laughs> I'm not going to take myself off.
0: No. So thanks, Maggie. We're checking with you again soon. Thanks, Shannon. You have a great night. Every weekend between now and the end of December, we have something fun that is uh, showing up for you. We also want to remind you again, you can uh, let us know what you would like us to talk about. Remember to follow our show. It's Be Our Geek Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can email us at beourgeekshow at gmail.com. And if you just wanted to just go old school, feel free to leave us a message. Uh, you can call us at 612-276-2774. Please like and subscribe to Be Our Geek Geek wherever you find us uh, and we also want to make sure to remind you to go to our website TwinCitiesFilmFest.org that's a great way for you to see all of the events that we have available coming up at the Twin Cities Film Fest Annex including um, a, um, a a holiday themed movie trivia night courtesy of our friend Stubby J that's coming up in a couple of weeks and uh, as Jayden said our next, ha- uh, our next comedy shorts and stand up comedy show that's going to be in January so we'll make sure all those dates are out there so Jayden, I'm going to make sure uh, I'm very excited now. So I'm gonna catch up on Dr. Who's a week and make sure we squeeze that in next week when we're talking to Scott. So I
1: love it. I love I'm, it. I'm so excited about
0: it. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. So, Jayton, you enjoy your week. I will talk to you next week. And for everybody else out there, stay safe, stay healthy, and we appreciate you listening because everyone is a geek about something. Season five. <laughs>